Welcome to the Banega Swasth India podcast. Our focus is one health, one planet, one future. Our aim is health for all and leaving no one behind because only a swasth bharat is a sampann bharat. I am Ambika Singh Kama and today we will be talking about the importance of hand washing. 15th of October is celebrated as Global Hand Washing Day. In fact, hand washing can break the chain of infection and stop disease spread. It can also prevent diarrhea related sicknesses and respiratory infections. Joining us today is Dr. Indira Chakravarti. She's a Padma Shri awardee, public health specialist and environmentalist. Thank you so much Dr. Chakravarti for joining us today. Dr. Chakravarti, you have an experience with public health, food safety, nutrition, wash for nearly 5 decades now. Tell us how critical is hand washing? Um, Ambika, thank you very much for calling me on this show. because i think hand washing is such an important thing that you really need to stress upon that and the reason why i say that hand washing is the most important thing because it is such a multi dynamic impact because it's your hands and if you look at your hands your hands are the maximally used organ of your body whether you want to scratch a part of your body or you want to eat your food or you want to touch water or you want to touch somebody or you want to open a door handle it's your hands it's your hands which touches everything external and touches everything on yourself therefore it's likely to get contaminated the most so if you can keep your hands clean what you don't bring external uh, agencies into near you that's the only way then you can prevent infection to the maximal extent so i think among the entire um, body parts the only part that needs to be properly cleaned regularly is your hands and that can be only done by proper washing of hands what i mentioned proper washing of hands and that's why i feel that hand washing is one single event which has multi dynamic impact it impacts on yourself impacts on your food it impacts on your water it impacts on the entire environmental milieu around you so i think this is the most critically important issue when you talk of hygiene hand washing keeping your hands clean like you said it's you know the it's a very critical thing in fact one of the most important thing when it comes to infection uh, diarrhea rates can be brought down even pneumonia so you know what are the diseases which we can actually uh, you know if you're washing our hands well we can, what diseases can we really keep away from us actually amika basically we thought firstly the most important thing was diarrhea uh, which is basically a waterborne disease so all kinds of waterborne diseases are actually can be kept away if you wash your hands properly and if you look into the data which came out from the national family in fhs 4 and fhs 5 um, to 2016 and 2019 we see in the date the diarrhea has decreased has not decreased so that's one point of great concern that why doesn't it decrease but of course now we have a lot of hope i'll come to that later on with the jaljivan mission coming in so the hand washing should increase so this is a point of concern that diarrhea has not been coming down to the extent we wanted it to come down yeah. and we all know that if you uh, in under 5 children data very clearly shows mm-hmm. that if you can wash your hands regularly diarrhea can be controlled between uh, i think around 35 to nearly 50% there's another school which says it can be brought down till about 30 to 40% so that the hand washing has a direct impact on diarrhea especially in children has already been established yes. with published data and other infections that you know we never realize is ari acute respiratory tract infection which is a very very critical problem because all the respiratory pathogens have droplets fall and they fall on your hand 
So if you don't wash your hands, it's easily transferred from one person to another person. And acute ARI is now a very, very critical problem with the COVID-19 coming yes. in. So when you have this COVID-19, which is a major respiratory tract uh, disease, one infection, one has to understand that it's not just diarrhea, not just waterborne disease, but even respiratory infections are controlled by hand, hand washing, overall hygiene. And we need to be very, very careful now. COVID-19 is possibly just a tip of an iceberg. We never know what's going to come after this. So unless we concentrate on hand washing, unless we teach our children to how to wash hands properly from now onwards, they have a long life to go after this. So unless we teach them right now that please wash your hands, which will prevent them from a lot of negative infections which are going to affect them, their health in days to come. So it's a very, very critical problem for an overall control of infection, overall control of diseases. So it's one single point hygiene intervention. Yes. So yes, like you were just bringing out, talking about children, we can come back to it. We can take some yeah. viewer questions first. Sure, uh, sure. Just before we go into the viewer questions, of course, schools will be opening up very soon. Uh, you know, yes. that's again important because children tend to share their tiffins yes. and, you know, they yes. are intermingling. So we'll yes. come back to children, uh, children uh, Dr. Indira. Indira, one yeah. thing I want to ask you, what are the requirements to, uh, you know, really implement hand washing, uh, especially uh-huh. hand washing when we talk about, it's you know, it's the right ways to use soap and water. Yeah, yeah. So what yeah. are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'll come to that, but I'll also like to mention before that, what are the positive impacts of hand washing? Maybe we can come back to that later on. Yes, sure. I mean, so that, that's something very, very, very large scenario of on so many issues that hand washing impacts upon. Uh, health, nutrition, socioeconomic issues, gender issues. Maybe I would have liked to speak on that. But once you have come to what are the needs? Uh, the needs are two very critical needs. One, I think I'll basically broadly say two basic needs. One is create a hand washing behavior which is the most important thing, as I mentioned just now, that right from childhood, people have to be given a habit of washing hands. And people like us, I mean, I'm way old, but people like you who are much younger also should get into the habit of washing hands. So that's one important. Second thing is just not telling them wash your hands. What people ask when I worked in lots of villages in many states and what I found when you won't tell them, please wash your hands. The day they ask us water, I mean, if you ask me to wash your hands, where's the water? Yes. So give us the water. What's the point of your telling us do this and do that when we don't have the basic thing of how to do it? So I think availability of water, not only availability, accessibility yeah. at, a, at a short distance is something very, very important. Because when, for example, women are main carriers of water, if you don't have water accessible to you, you need to carry water from far away. Yeah. So then people become stringent in using it. So they will not wash their hands properly or not wash their hands at all. They would rather use it for essential purposes like cooking and stuff like that. Therefore, first is availability of water of what you need, accessibility of water. That you need the water, you can give it with ease, not with, you know, with drudgery. So if you can get water at ease at your home, preferably or close to your home and in amounts which are sort of enough, only then that that infrastructure will actually support the hand washing. So it's one side, it is the behavior hand washing behavior and on the other side it is the availability and accessibility of water for doing this so i think these two things if you do these two focus things it will be i think one of the most important um, pillars to improve health in the next decade to come so when we talk about implementation you know just for our viewers what you've explained is one is behavior change of course that mm-hmm. we need to understand why hand washing is important mm-hmm. and second mm-hmm. is of course accessibility availability mm-hmm. of water mm-hmm. as well as soap i think that's another challenge yes i'll come to that i'm going to come to that proper hand washing i'll come to that yes yeah. so please mm-hmm. go ahead yeah yeah so i think when you say hand washing it's not enough 
Hand washing is, you know, not just washing with water. You need to wash hand properly with soap, which is very, very important. And actually, it, it's been shown that if you wash your hands uh, properly with soap, uh, the cost that you benefit that you have is actually double. One is to two. So you may say we, we are spending on soap, we are spending on, on getting water at home, whatever. But if you look at the cost benefit issue, where the economic burden is concerned, it is one is to two. That whatever you spend on soap and water, what you gain is two times that by way of not spending on doctors, not spending on, I'm going to come to that, not spending on uh, money uh, to go to the, buy the soap and other things, buy other things. Secondly, not um, losing working days, not losing school days. So these are issues all have to come. So just what I was saying earlier is that hand washing has a huge multidynamic impact. It's a huge impact that we have. For example, hygiene improves, therefore cleanliness improves and health improves. How does health improve? Because infections come down, diseases come down. You don't lose your working days. So therefore, you don't lose uh, your income. As a matter of fact, there's a data which shows that a person, if if they don't have proper wash support, they may lose 73 working days. A year, so that's a huge amount of day, and which actually they've calculated out to be several million dollars, several billion dollars. So that's a very, 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 very huge thing. And therefore, uh, what it leads eventually is that you have uh, you have lost money, you have lost health, and more or less you have lost income, and you've also lost nutrition. I mean, that's what I wanted to come to. That how do you lose nutrition? Firstly, when a child or anybody has diarrhea, you don't absorb food. So what happens? Whatever you eat goes out. It's like a leaky pot. So you put food, it goes out. So therefore, the nutrient goes waste. So you're not eating anything, as a matter of fact. So it goes out. Secondly, what happens is that you are not retaining nutrition within your body because it's going out. And therefore, you become undernourished. So already an undernourished child, when you have diarrhea, they become further undernourished. A Bangladesh study in preschoolers showed about the economic burden linked to to, uh, nutrient loss. It was done by the micronutrients survey. Uh, that was done in Bangladesh about 2011, they found that poor people have much higher economic burden when they have diarrhea, when they looked into the economic loss of undernourished children. The undernourished children in poor categories, they lost more than 11% of, of economic burden, while in the richer children, better to do children, it was only about 25 to 5%. So it really doubles. So yes. therefore, the poorer category, the underprivileged category, will be by far more affected yeah. by by under diarrhea leading to undernutrition than the you know the richer category of people so i think this is something one needs to uh, concentrate and one more thing that i'll talk about nutrition sure. losses drudgery that you know people when you basically uh, the thing is when you need more water you have to carry water from far away which needs a drudgery of women so that is again is an under other not really to hand washing that really causes undernutrition so yes. accessibility and availability of water, once again, I express in one way is helps in better and proper hand washing. And secondly, in reduction of drudgery, which also uh, results in undernutrition. So it's- washing hands properly, properly with soap is the most important thing. We would like to stress on that. I remember my little grandchild who was, when he was two years old in, in a nursery. They taught him how to wash his hands. And with his little small hands, he used to come and put the soap between his fingers on the top. And at least he would take at least a minute under the tap to wash his hands. We, I, we never washed our hands like that. So I, I really I admired the way the school was teaching him how to wash hands. And so I think these are little trainings from the school that not just using soap, 
but using the soap properly to wash your hands is another very very important thing i think so the, it's a, such a multi dynamic impact which has and i think the way you wash it we are going to be we have got some interesting questions which i'm going to ask you just one thing i wanted to you know tell our viewers as well we have been having this campaign it's in this eighth year which we just recently launched and you know we earlier spoke about a swachh bharat and then it we connected it to a swasth bharat so you right. know we are clean india can be a healthy india and then now we are really linking it to the prosperity so what you just said the economic burden so you know i think that connect if we as individuals make that you know hygiene health and prosperity of a nation are connected so i think that's a very important point we'll take on the first question dr chakravarty raghav wants to know how can we ensure people with no sanitation to wash their hands in india um so with sanitation we had the swachh bharat mission which was supposed to cover pan india sanitation um when you talk of sanitation uh, hand washing is linked to more water supply not really to sanitation uh when you talk of sanitation uh, yes when you you have to have um, i mean sanitation is directly not linked to water supply but we always say that that all latrines must have water yes to wash yourself that is very important so you must have sanitation along with water and i would say i would just say rabat that you should you should have yes you should ask for sanitation with uh, supply your water and definitely of course washing your enough water to wash wash your hands after ablution after after uh, for ablution after your sanitation but the thing is yes we expect that with the swachh bharat mission uh, over and still going on that we will have we have really covered most of the nation and uh, we expect that and now with the jeevan mission coming in uh, which is giving tapped water ghar ghar jal everywhere so we expect that the water supply to also come in into whatever sanitary facilities that are built so that's only thing but yes hand washing is extremely important after you sanitation but i would say all over not just after 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 going for going to the, for sanitation but definitely all always always yeah i think we must ensure that everybody has these facilities the next question dr chakravarty anushka wants to know what is the link between hand washing and nutrition Uh, i just mentioned it a little bit anushka uh, just to put it once again that if you don't wash your hands properly you're going to it's going to lead to infections which is going to lead to diseases like diarrhea and the most common disease that we have is diarrhea and uh, as you know that out of the total uh, waterborne diseases that we have in the country today or the loss of money that we have today two third of this is attributed to diarrhea at least two third of it is attributed to diarrhea and what is diarrhea do diarrhea affects your intestine and then you can't assimilate any food so all your nutrients go out they just go out like a leaky, leaky pot that's very important because you're not getting the nutrition that you need and your body is losing all the nutrition so therefore diarrheic children becomes always undernourished and as i just mentioned that all the it's more common among poorer children and therefore they are far more affected than the children coming from the richer categories of people so nutrition and diarrhea have a very intricate role to play together and diarrhea of course is one of the hand washing is one of the major causes of diarrhea so this is the way we link uh, nutrition diet to diarrhea and as i mentioned if you somebody i mean the data has shown that under nutrition uh, due to waterborne diseases by that you lose about 10% of your income in your entire lifetime so that is a very very important thing to know that 10% of an income of a family goes if the child is undernourished and that may happen due to diarrhea and another data which shows that if if we to control under nutrition the cost that the nation needs is 27 times more than if you had given them proper nutrition with proper sanitation and hygiene so 
it's, 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 it's two way impact. One side, waterborne diseases like diarrhea is making you lose working days, economic loss, and therefore an overall negative effect. On the other side, children are becoming undernourished. That also leads to loss of days, economic loss. So it, it's, it becomes a double burden. On one side, wash, and one side, undernutrition, both link together to actually make, a, uh, if you can just mention that, that if you have a public health group and they're... Uh, Ravi Bhatnagar from Reckitt mentioned that it's, it's, a, it's a, if you're just giving money, doesn't reduce poverty. Uh, he, from, he had quoted from somewhere, maybe you've also seen it, he had quoted that just giving money will not reduce poverty because what you need, it's such a multi-dynamic approach. You have to give them water, you have to give them food, you have to give them sanitation, yes. you have to give them electricity, all that is needed. So similarly here, it's such a, you know, the life system, it's such a multi-dynamic thing. So just Giving money will not happen. You will have to have this multi-dynamic impacts putting in there. The approach needs to be taken. And like you, you know, before we take on the next question, uh, you know, there are a couple of them. Uh, the other thing, you know, also which for children, with school starting, and there's also been a study, I think that if uh, children are washing their hands well, mm-hmm. absenteeism reduces because again, mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. falling unwell. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. see that connect as well, which is also very important because at the end of the day, it's impacting children's education. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why I was just mentioning Jaljeevan Mission, if I can talk a little bit on that. You know, Jaljeevan Mission is a program of Government of India now, which is going to give water to every household and every school, every educational system that they are saying. And, and especially to the underprivileged areas, to the JE-affected areas, it's, it's, it's a multiple program. And as, of, as far as I know right now, that their coverage has been extremely fast and extremely good. And especially school coverage has been extremely high for they have now possibly covered more than uh, eight crore households already in just two years. And I think the final uh, in 2024, I think it has to be more than 19 crores. But already in just two years, they've covered more than eight crores. And a vast number of them are schools. So a huge number of schools have been covered uh, by Jaljivan Mission. And in the school, they are, I think the major inputs are hand washing places, hand washing stands. So this is something you're expecting, but still to come. It's the program has started, still to come, that every school will have a proper hand washing stand where they can go and uh, wash their hands. So therefore, this is what, what I would basically say, with the schools opening right now, um, hand washing is going to be one of the most critical issues to keep uh, children not falling sick. It's going to be critically important. And I would suggest when government starts opening the schools, they should personally inspect the schools and find out all safety measures, what are the safety measures being taken, where they're following it properly, and definitely, definitely see that the children are washing hands. Secondly, they must ensure, they, I mean, my suggestion to them is, please uh, give, supply soaps. Please give soaps to the children to wash their hands. I mean, just not leaving the water system, but please, the children will not bring soaps from home. So yes. therefore, please ensure, and poor schools will definitely they want. So please ensure that soaps are given to children when they're washing their hands. And maybe when the school opens, have a demonstration for the children to how to wash their hands. When you come in from come out from home to the school, wash your hands properly. Maybe before tiffin time, go and wash your hands once again. After tiffin, wash your hands again. When you're going back in the evening, before that, wash your hands and go out. And for all this, there should be enough water, water stations to wash hands with soap. With soap. And that's something I must say that soap has to be supplied uh, by the school or whoever so that the schools can open the portion. I mean, this is other than any other masks and all that are already there. But this is something uh, nobody is mentioning. It's really an important role. 
Yes, visual play are important. Thank you for bringing out that point. I think especially now with festival season and you know all that. So hand washing, of course. And since we're talking about it, I mean, you know, of course we have this special day. But I think talking about it, spreading awareness is uh, key. Dr. Chakravarti Eshwarya wants to know: Is there an urban-rural divide when it comes to hand washing? How can we bridge this gap? Mm-hmm. So the basic thing was that in urban areas, maybe I'm not talking of slums, but in general. Uh, barring slums in general, urban areas have more easier water supply. They mostly have it at homes. And therefore, washing hands is uh, easier. But when you look into the data that has come in in the urban-rural sector, there's not much of a difference, whatever little study. There's not been very solid studies. We had ourselves done a study some time back on whether the hand washing is more in urban areas or less in urban areas. We found there's not much of a not much of a difference in the behavior of washing of hands. But of course, water, availability of water is better in urban areas, especially in households. But in the slums, again, actually they're worse than rural areas. In the slums, the access to water is much poorer because they don't have water supply 24 hours, first of all. They have fits and um, in fits a couple of hours. Then they have to line up for water. So their water is a huge scarcity. And in some areas. So that is, again, yes, that's a very important thing. And when you have water scarcity, you cannot ensure hand washing. You cannot, because it's a, you need water to wash your hands. So this is something very, very important, a very, very important question. Yes, we need more water. And that both in urban and rural areas and the vulnerable areas in urban areas are the slums, basically, definitely slums, and maybe some of the poorer uh, section and rural all over. So, like, actually, I think to answer that question of Ashwarya, bridging the gap can only be done with access to water as well as soap. Just the last question, we'll take it on, uh, you know, um, Dr. Indra Astha wants to know, how can we ensure people practice hand washing even after the pandemic? And especially now, the COVID pandemic has really taught us, and I mean, we're talking about COVID protocol besides social distancing, wearing a mask, like they say, washing our hands the right way is important. So uh, if you can take that uh, question, which Asta is asking, how do we really ensure people to practice this? Mm-hmm. It's a very, very, you know, human mind. So we have to either, we have to motivate them. If you scare them, I'll tell you, uh, we are a very uh, independent kind of homo sapiens, people, you know, human beings are. So scaring them, you can't keep under control for too long. The moment the scare goes off, uh, people go around and do things. So I think it is basically uh, making them understand that how important it is. And it's very, very important. That's why I say motivate the children. I've always found that if children learn something, if children practice something, the parents take to it. The parents quite often take to it. So I think children are one of our major targets. Uh, I think whom we should teach washing hands. At least if not this generation, maybe next generation, we'll have wonderful hand-washing habits if your children, if we, if, we, if we catch on to the young ones right now. So I think I, mean, I just mentioned our, my grandson's habits. He washes his hands all through. He's now five. He's not forgotten that in three years. So, you know, once you teach a child, the child remembers it. And therefore, I think that's the only thing is to look at our preschool children, our school-going children, try to motivate them. And of course, elders, we have to tell them that you need to do it. And uh, we have to see how they behave. I think once you give them water, accessible water at home, and I think automatically they will improve. And I'm saying earlier, we used to say, wash your hands only while before eating and after you uh, for ablution later or after ablution. Yes. But now I say, wash your hands all the time because I just now mentioned that pandemic COVID-19 has clearly taught us that it is just not diarrhea and other things. 
it is also uh, hand washing is extremely critical even for uh, respiratory diseases. Yes. So that's something very, very important. Uh, in fact, you've explained us everything really well. I think uh, so most important is inculcating these habits, you know, to the youngsters, to the children at a young age. And of course, parents also need to keep telling their kids time and again and practicing themselves. Mm-hmm. Behavior change is something we need to work on. Mm-hmm. Access to water as well as soap, you know, something to wash their hands with is important. And schools can take a very active role. Yes, and schools must really take this seriously. So this, I mean, and we really need to bring about that change and understand, I think, you know, what you said, uh, Dr. Indra, yes. was about, it's not just about the fear, it's about really understanding how yes. and yes. washing impacts us in every way. You know, and water with soap, that's very important. Not yes. just washing our hands with, hand wash doesn't mean just water. It yes. has to be properly clean. And the certain steps, you know, which they yes, say certain, we have yes, to clean yes, your yes. fingers, nails yes. and everything. So I think these are the things which need to be taught and each one of us must follow them. Yes, Thank yes. you so much, uh, Dr. Chakravati, for joining us today. Thank you, Amita. That's it on the Baneka Swast India podcast this week. If you have any comments, queries or suggestions on the topic we discussed today or issues you would like us to cover in future, write to us on BSI podcast at the rate NDTV.com. Remember, BSI stands for Banega Swast India. You can also connect with us on Banega Swast India handles on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and continue the conversation through the week. Till next week, this is Ambika Singh Kama signing off. Stay healthy and stay safe.